everybody it's good to see you all again this segment is just to kind of let you guys know what is going on in this episode so in this episode there is a situation um towards the end or anywhere in this episode there is a blank that means there's no sound coming in the episode and you might think that is your fault that is my fault you can blame me say it was my fault because that is editing problem and that's because of recording and the recording platform that I use. If that happens to be in the in the episode, if that's in it, um what you need to do is to just disregard it. Don't worry about it. Consider it like an ad break. Consider it like a break. Consider it like we're taking a five minute break. Consider it like that. So no freaking out. No need to worry. Make sure you guys enjoy the episode. Enjoy what's in it. And y'all have a good one and enjoy this one. Really enjoy it and have fun. And please disregard the blanks in there because other than breaks. Hope you guys enjoy this episode and thank you guys for understanding and for your cooperation. Yes. Yes. Hello, all people from around the world. So it's me, so you know, I'm back. This is ETR. He's an amazing musician and I. I met you a few days ago. I, I know it's weird, but you're you're amazing, and I'm glad to have you here. Welcome. Uh, yo, what's up? Uh, I appreciate the compliments, really, but yeah, I think you're probably doing me a bit too much credit with that. Ah, uh, sorry, I'm putting you on the spot a little bit. It's just you know, he's That's like fine. you're amazing. I mean, I mean, yeah, I got you. Um, and. And, and what you're doing is amazing, especially the fact that you're from Rat Pad, and I'm also from there. So um, we have that to share, too. Yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's not much really about it. Just, I mean, I just got into Rat Pad, like, when I was trying to find a way to just really expand my music, I couldn't, I was stuck, really. Oh. I see, I see. And alongside your music, I know for a fact that you never really had confidence and courage to go beyond. Why is that? Um, I've never really had a lot of people that really believe in me. Like, I've had, I think, off the top of my head, maybe about six or seven people I can name that have really shown belief in me at one point or another. Other than that, though, I've always just really had people just try to knock me down. And, I mean, not everyone has final strength to really be able to cope with that constantly. Oh. So people's always done that to you? I mean, like, have they done it, like, you know, recently? Have they done it all your life? My whole life, I'll be honest. Although I feel like everyone, like, no matter what they try and do, you're always going to have haters, no matter what you do. Ah, uh, yeah. And I've been where you are. I've felt how you felt, because I've been on RapHead for two years, and RapHead's, uh, it's not, not just even RapHead, just this here. I mean, people do that to you. People do it to you. Um, and... How do you cope with that? Have you not, you know, healed from that? I mean, like, how do you cope with when other people do that to you? Um, I really just, I don't really have to word this, so it might come across a bit, uh, 
arrogant or something, but yeah, I just grew up and realised why should I care what people think of me when the only thing that really matters is what I think of me. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And um, that's probably like the main issue in the industry right now, just having that and having to worry about that, having to worry about what people think and how they feel about you. Um, and I'm seeing that's why you didn't go about for your music career. Do you ever plan to? Um, I mean, right now I'm working on a couple of songs. But other than that, I've only got too many plans about going big for my music career. It's mainly just a hobby or backup plan, if you will. So what I actually want to do, which is uh, football. Mm. Or as you call it, as an American soccer. Oh, okay, that's wonderful. And brilliant how you have a backup. I have a backup plan, you know, because every artist should have a backup plan in case, you know, things happen. You know, things and events happen, so you, you should always have a backup plan. That's like AK number one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, and I like that you keep grinding. I like that you uh, are going. I like that you're making you, you're making tons of more music. Um, especially with the fact now that you're doing it, now that in the time, this is the this is like a perfect time for you to be a musician. Like, this is like the perfect time. Yeah, definitely. I mean, with everything that's happened with fucking COVID and all that shit, you got people just coped up trying to find new ways to entertain themselves and it's like I mean one my main source of entertainment is music I know I'm not the only one out there that has that oh yeah absolutely absolutely and we've all had those struggles too I mean uh, and speaking for everybody else I think all of us have had some deep struggles especially um, and sorry to point the finger at you again um but I know that you have some deep struggle yourself. Um, I know that you have abusive parenting and uh, coke and drinking. Um, yeah. I know you've had those kind of struggles um, in your life. I mean, how did you get through that? I mean, how that? How was that? Having parenting that abusive and also, um, you know, coke and drinking. Like, how was that for you? So, the whole abusive parenting thing, that's been going on basically since I was born. Like, almost from day dot. With uh, my dad, mainly. So, he was quite um, physically abusive when I lived with him. And, for that reason, I was raised with a strong, like, very strong sense of uh, toxic masculinity in my house. Which... Looking back, it was far from a healthy environment to grow up in. I think I was glad I left when I did. Because I left my dad when I was, I think, seven to go live with my mum. Which, I mean, um, my mum's not perfect, but fucking better than whatever my dad can offer. That must have been hard for you having to move away. Was that hard for you, or was it just easy to just move away? I mean, no. It was quite easy, because they live in very similar areas. 
So I didn't really feel I was giving up anything. I still was going to the same school I went to. I was still had the same friends I had. Like I didn't really feel I gave up anything other than just materials and stuff like that. And being seven years old at the time, I was like, I didn't care. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I've mainly dealt with that and a lot of mental abuse my whole life as well. So I'm constantly with the mindset of I'm not good enough or I've not got it in me because realistically of the way I was brought up and I've never had my parents really believe in me. Oh I've always God. like I've always been the only one to properly believe in me. Like my siblings uh I mean, I love my siblings but yeah, they aren't exactly helpful. Oh, so your siblings ended up staying, you know, with your dad, and you ended up going with your mom. So um, I've got no, not quite. So I've got uh one brother that lives with my dad, who I'm still in slight contact with. He's going through a lot of the same problems I went through, but he's a lot older. So he's a lot far deeper than what I was. And I've got a sister that I live with, and a stepbrother that I live with. Oh. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, they always point fingers at me, say I'm the favourite child and shit. But I don't think they really know the kind of shit that I have to go through. Because my mum and my stepdad put an inhumane amount of pressure on me when I was going through school. It it was honest to the point where I had multiple scares with suicides. Oh my because god! I just couldn't cope with that pressure. Mm. And then and- I think so. The whole drinking part uh, that started when I was about twelve, I think. Yeah, I was twelve when I had my first drink. And then uh, when I had my first breakup at 14, that's when I started to really go deep into drinking. I think uh, I was... Uh, I had a good few drinks, like, every month. Like, a lot more than a normal teen should have. And then when I started partying, it was like... It did get a bit out of hand at times. Oh, and then the cocaine started when I started partying. Uh, that one I've been clean for about four months, I think. Yeah, four months. But yeah, so uh, it was just really a way to cope with the pressure of everything. Oh, and you felt that much pressure from drinking? I mean that. Um, having all that happen at home, did I feel like a lot of pressure to you, or that was like nothing? I paid it off like it was like nothing, but in hindsight, I really shouldn't have. I think I probably should have spoke to more people about it at the time. Because I definitely struggled quite a lot more than anyone really knows. I mean, I've had multiple scares with death 
But I think that was really the only time where I don't trust myself. Because I was constantly scared. Like, my mind was always thinking that my body was just going to do something stupid. It's like, it's like I didn't have control of both at the same time. Oh, yeah, I can imagine having all that. I mean, something was bound to go horribly wrong. I mean, having all that. Yeah. I mean, and honestly, though, like, I, it's shocking to believe that, um, that, that it happened to you. Like, I do, honestly. In a way, I feel bad. Um, I feel horrible that stuff happened to you. Like, what was the aftermath of, that, of all that? Like, what was the aftermath? Um, I think it left me with a lot of big mental problems. Like, I still suffer with very strong depression. Uh, I probably suffer with PTSD from the whole abuse of my dad and everything because I still get flashbacks quite a lot whenever I'm around that part like of where I live Mm. and it also probably gave me a strong strong sense of paranoia as well like I've just always had that mindset of just DTA don't trust anyone oh don't trust anyone that makes that makes sense that makes that makes a lot of sense having what happened to you that makes a lot of sense I mean, I totally, totally get it. Um, but has that experience ever been like helpful, or does it still like very hard to take in? It's still quite hard to take in because, I mean, I don't really know how to explain it. But there were some points where I would open up, and it would just come back to bite terribly and just make me far worse. Oh, very, very interesting. Very interesting. But that that must have been happy. I mean, I'm sending you lots of prayers. That was like, like hearing all that was even happy for me. And I haven't even lived half the stuff you did. Oh, I thought I said nothing yet. I mean, just that just seems so much. I mean, forget any extra stuff. That's that real shit that happened to you. I mean, I mean, come on, you know, abusive parents, drinking, coke. I mean, those all together. That's I'm sorry, but that's like a lot. Nobody can. Yeah, it's a lot for Um, people. I mean, I've gone through a lot more than that, though, so. To be honest, I've gone through a lot of stuff that most people would think is enough for one lifetime on its own, but, you know. Oh, I guess yeah. I just dealt with bad hands. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm glad that at least you're, at least you're still alive, you're still active making music. Uh, and, and, guess, and I'm seeing that's probably why you didn't have a lot of courage, because you... We're dealing with a lot. You were, you know, you were not in the same. You were not in a good place to kind of take yeah. music seriously. Yeah, one hundred percent. So I started music when I was 
13 in year 9, which is your equivalent to, I think, freshman year in high school. Mm-hmm. And that was when I had my first breakup. And I took it very hard. Like, I'm not going to name drop or anything, because... She doesn't love the... I went. That definitely pushed me to a very dark place, and that's why I started making music. And it was mainly just an outlet for me to allow those dark feelings and shit, because I couldn't keep putting it up anymore. Oh, wow! Another heavy hit, a breakup. Oh God, you you hit it there. That's like really heavy. Um. Having that happen, that's like, that took me there, bro. That took me there. Um, that really took me there. Uh, I mean, it is what it is, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, but at least you're still, um, at least you're still making music. I mean, um, at least. You even brave enough to come here and talk about all this, considering that you have, you know, all that going on, like having confidence to even come here and talk about it. That's a huge step. Yeah, thanks. I mean, I know for a fact I'm not the only person to go through it. I know that a lot of people have gone through a lot worse than what I go through. But still, I feel like talking about the shit I went through, it, it really helps people to know that they're not alone, because I think that was something that I really struggled with. I was struggled with the feeling of being alone, being the only way, sorry, being the only person that felt this way. So I know I struggled with that. So I figured I was trying to help people deal with the shit I struggled with. Just yeah. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And you're helping them a lot, you know, now because they're dealing with so much that some of them are even dealing. You know, like like you, like what you're doing. They might be living your own life. Um, they might be living your own, you know, life. They might need the. Yeah, okay. And listening to all this, like... You never know what anyone's going through in life. So it's just... Yeah, I mean, I mean, you never know, honestly, you have, you, I mean, but it's good, at least, that you let it out, um, just so people can, um, really touch, because right now, you know, as they're hearing this, they, um, they're getting touched by how much they really, you know, how much they really saw, how much they're really seeing that somebody in music's been dealing with a lot, and some of them are doing the same, too, I, I've heard so many, so many stories. It might, it might take hours for me to count many. <laughs> exactly. Oh yeah, absolutely. And um, but at least you know, I'm blessed that you're still here. You're alive, honestly. Um, and you're still going on. I mean, that's something to celebrate. I mean, that's something. Yeah, I mean. 
I've had quite a few close experiences with the Grim Reaper. But uh, it's at the point really where I'm just not phased by death anymore. Ah, uh, you wanna? You're not gonna let anyone phase you, huh? No. We're not gonna let anybody phase you. Well, we ain't going to. We're not. We're not. Um, but I'm glad you were able to share that with us. Um, and what's very shocking is that all that happened and you joined Raphead, um, which I didn't get just to follow, by the way, I should. Um, but seeing you there, I mean, what even drove you to being there in the first place um, after, you know, the aftermath, all that? So going back to when I first started in music, I would uh, constantly just write lyrics just i think there was a point in my life where just every day i was writing lyrics just for the hell of it and i think it just got to the point where i started dropping it and i just felt like i was ready to be at that stage where i could start producing music because i'd always had moments in my life where i'd thought about doing a single but i'd never actually gone through with it so, like, I've recorded a song already. The problem is it, I'm not sure about uploading it because it doesn't sound nearly as good as I want it to yet because my vocals aren't at that stage yet. Because I've done uh, lyric writing for years. I've done beat producing for a few months now. But, I mean, it was my first time in a studio, so that's clearly something I have to work on. Oh, yeah. And then right. I think... What drove me to Rappad was just trying to get that recognition for the work I already did. And did you get any? Uh, I've got a bit, yeah. Mm. I mean, I think when you invited me onto the podcast, it was only, what, my third or fourth day on Rappad, so, yeah. Ah, so the opportunity right now, using it to build your... Personnel, building your face, building your appearance. Yeah, just build my name value a bit. Mm-hmm. That makes total sense. That makes total sense. Some people are like that. They come in here to give, to, to put it all out, to, um, to do it big. Uh, yeah, so it makes perfect sense. It does. And I know you're going to improve. I mean, how are how do you plan to improve in music? Um, so I think my next logical step is probably getting a, a vocals coach and just doing a few lessons on my singing and my rapping because I feel like my lyrics are at the stage where a lot of people would agree that I am very good at uh, writing lyrics. And my beat producing it. When I have something I can work with, it's normally top notch. So it's just my vocals now are quite lacking. Mm. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I do know a couple people if you need help. I do know a couple. I do know a couple. Hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, but I'm glad you're improving. Do you have any um, new music coming out? Do you have anything, you know, the fans can look forward to in the future from you? Um, in the immediate future, not really. But like I said, I am working currently on three different songs. Which I don't know when they'd be coming out because I did originally plan for one of them to come out this January, but it's it's nowhere near ready to be at that stage where I'm releasing music. Um, so right now you're cleaning up the vocals before you put out your first single. Yeah, I mean you only get one shot at a first impression. I don't want to waste it. You cannot waste it. Nope, because once once that song comes out and everybody hears it. It's it's live or die. Um, it's live or yeah. die. Yeah, it's make or break once you release your first single. Mhm, mhm. Absolutely. But I'm glad I'm taking it one step at a time. I was able. I'm so glad I was able to catch you now because this is perfect. The next one will be whenever you release music, and I'll get to, we'll get to talk about it. Um, but. Right now, I'm glad that I caught you in your development stage. This is really, this is really fantastic. I don't worry about it. It's, I mean, I've always got a few time for people, so that's pretty good. I, yeah, I've seen you on Discord a lot, active. Um, even times that I did not think anyone could be active, but you are. Huh? Yeah, I'm. I'm always active for people that want my opinion on stuff, whether it's football, music, or just random other bullshit. Mm. Oh, so anything to fill up time, huh? Um, did you have any goals? Um, I know that you're. I know that we're in the development stage of your music career. I mean, obviously. <laughs> um, but did you have any goals when it comes to building your music career? Anything that you would like to make it better? Uh, I mean, this is the music career we're talking about. I mean, this is the. This is now the time to really, you know, go into it. The goals. Um. Yeah, you know, of what it could be. So, I so what I'm studying right now in college or sixth form, it's uh, B Tech IT, which I I fucking hate it. So, <laughs> for the last couple months, I've just put most of my effort into my music, and I finally ended up getting a course at another college for me to study sports, which will start in September. So I think until then, uh, unless I find something else, the majority of my effort is probably going to be going into my music. Just spending the next seven months uh, just trying to perfect my craft, because I couldn't do it when I was in school doing uh, my GCSEs. I don't know what the American equivalent is to that, but yeah. Mm. Oh, perfect. Your main focus is music. Wonderful, perfect. And keep keep grinding. That's wonderful. That's excellent. And I'm excited. I'm excited to see what your sound could be like. I'm excited. Um, and I already got perfect collabs for you. I already got collabs in mind. I already got perfect ones already. Love <laughs> you. Um. I'm- Wait, you said what could they be? <laughs> I mean, so the style that I work with, it's uh, 
it's a bit of a unique style. It's emo rap, but it's got a strong UK drill influence in it. Oh. So it's a bit of a remix because you never really see people trying to put the two together because most people will never try because they're completely different genres of rap. But it's, I mean, my stepbrother's been a big fan of Joel for a long time, so even though I've never been a fan of it, I've always had to listen to it, and that's obviously got into my system. So that mm. mixed with what I choose to listen to, which is a lot of emo rap shit like Juice World, uh, XXXTentacion, uh, Pop Smoke, a lot of people, that kind of genre. Those are really good artists. I'm glad that you pull um, inspiration from them. I'm glad that you that you pull from them. They're really good. They're really excellent. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, absolutely. I, yeah. So I feel like no musician can really get anywhere without knowing what their inspiration is. No one can ever really go and just make music because they feel like it. It's not going to work. It's as simple as you need something like you need something to push you to do it. Well, yeah, yeah. Just having the feeling of doing something, it's it'll it'll make you feel like for a short amount of time that you really want to put all your effort into it. But eventually that feeling will come out and then you'll just not be asked anymore. You won't want to do it no more. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Something has to drive you, obviously. I mean, I can't think of anything else that could put, that could possibly do it unless you were forced into making music. That That's the only thing. Unless you were forced to make music. Yeah. Other than that, though, yes, you do need um, a drive and motive to get into music. And music's not for everybody. Sometimes they do it and they quit the first day. <laughs> it's exactly. funny. Yeah, absolutely. But telling from you, though, telling from you, you're I don't, I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, unless you have any other ventures, I think music is set for you. I mean, for the near future, I think my future, I think that's definitely in music. But I can't guarantee I stay in music because obviously I've got other goals that I want to work to that don't involve music. Ah, oh, that's all right. That's all right. You can't guarantee music anyway. You can't say. Oh, in 30 years, I'm going to keep being a musician because, as I said before, anything can happen. That's why you have the plan, and that's why you're open to anything. Anything can happen. And just like that, your music career could be over. Then, and then what? Then what's next? If you yeah. if you invest, like, everything, like, um, like you, and then you're... No matter what you do, you need a way to provide for the people that you care about. If you go into music and you fail and you've not got a backup plan, you've screwed yourself for life because if you've put all your effort into music that means your education's gone in the bin which means you've not got a way to get a backup plan yeah absolutely and that's why i'm always reminding people you have to always have an education no matter what you know even graduate high school you know um yeah like i did the uk equivalent of graduating of graduating high school so it's like i'm not at the point where I can just do, like, if I don't like what I'm doing in education now, I can just not care, because I've passed, like, I've graduated high school as it is in America, so. Well, that's different. I'm talking about in the case of somebody younger or somebody that's, um, 
you know, I know you're graduating. I know you you already did. But yeah, some but... cases, there's, there's kids that, um, there's 17-year-olds, 18-year-olds that have not graduated. And they're thinking that they could do music forever. And if they don't have education and you screw yourself, you got to pick I up think... pieces. And... Yeah, I think the main thing that you need to have, no matter what you're doing, is you need to be smart about what you're doing. You can never just have one plan. Because that if that fails, if it succeeds, then well done. But if it fails, which in most cases it will, then you're fucked. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. And they don't know that. I wish they could take that in. I, they don't know that. The thing is, a lot of people think that no, I don't know that. A lot of people think I don't have a backup plan. No, I have a backup plan. It just doesn't involve working nine to five shifts in a fucking office. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. And I can't envision you to an office anyway. I can't envision it. You probably won't. I, I will not. That's the one thing I can guarantee. You'll never find me in a job working for someone else's dream behind an office. Yeah, that will never happen. Now, that's a guarantee you. It won't. It will not. And, I, um... Oh, sorry. Uh, I did, like, one week work experience in an office. It was it was, it was one of the worst things I've ever done. Like, I don't see how people can just sit there 9 to 5 and do that. Well, a lot of them do it because their life, something went wrong. You know, you have to do what you can. There's people, you know, something that's just as miserable is working at a grocery store and you're 42 years old. Yeah. I mean, when you're young, that's okay. Like, if you're using that to build up your money to get somewhere else in life, go work in a grocery store. Go work in an office, but don't do it your whole life. No, you can't. Um, now, younger people, yeah, you can do it. It's a build-up to your actual career. Um, now, that makes like, sense. That's, yeah, that's like some really people need money to get started in their actual career. That's what they do to make money. But if you're planning for a career, or if you end up in a career where you're working in an office, or you're working at a grocery store, no offense to you, but I think you're a miserable bastard. Yeah. At that point, it's like, oh, I don't know. Um, that's just you. Yeah, it's just you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've just realized what I said is going to piss a lot of people off. <laughs> They'll live. They'll be fine. Besides, they need this anyway. They don't, they don't know anything. Most people yeah. don't. I mean, I'm quite a controversial character anyway. I'm never going to fucking stop. There's, there's no controversy in that, in, in that really. Um, I mean, what we're talking about is something they need to hear, too. I mean, yeah, they have... A lot of people don't know they need to hear it. Like, I think it goes both ways, though, because you'll get some people that don't have a backup plan, but you'll get some people that look like they don't, but they do. Never judge a book by its cover. Mm-hmm. Because that can be one of the worst mistakes you ever make. 
And people do it anyway, and guess you get a consequence for it. Exactly. Like, if I had if I had a penny for the amount of times people have just judged me for my look, I'd be a fucking millionaire. Mm-hmm. Like, the way people look at me, they look at me like, I ain't gonna, like, I'm not gonna do nothing, like, I'm not gonna do nothing in my life. I was, so I'm just like, well, shut the fuck up, because you don't know nothing about me, you don't know who I am. Absolutely. You don't know where I've come from. You don't know where I'm going. They don't, and just, and I would expect those assumptions. People made about me. Uh, I would expect the assumptions. Like no one cares. Exactly. Mhm. But I'm sorry. But aside from that, though, at least that you're um, at least you're in good shape, and at least you know, you know, at least you know how the world world you know, works. N- most people don't. So, yeah. at least we have a couple of you. Yeah, I mean, it's a bit of a cliche, but the world's a fucking horrible place. Yeah. It's, as as, it's as simple as that. People will think that humans are kind and compassionate. 99% of people you meet are cold, dark bastards, and they won't give a shit what you do. Mm-hmm. But there's that 1% of people where they'll actually show some care for you. If you don't show that care back, you fucked up. Yeah, absolutely. And some people think like that. I've seen them be optimistic and think everything's fine. Boom, looks what happened to you. Optimism's never a bad thing. I think optimism is a very good thing to have, but there's such a thing as having too much optimism. You still gotta be realistic. Oh yeah, some of them are not. I know for a fact some of them are not. Um, like I've I've met people who are sixteen, seventeen, they aren't even in fucking academies for a sport, but they think they're gonna be professional sportsmen. Give it up. You're not in a academy and you never have been and you're 16. What chance have you got? Really, what chance? Like, fair enough. If you make it, fair play, I'm wrong. But you still have a, to have a sense of realism. This isn't a fairy tale for everyone. Mm-hmm. Some people think it is. I mean, if you do, that's dumb and you need to stop. Seriously. Don't get me wrong. There's some people where the world has turned out to be their own fucking fairy tale. I don't know how that's happened, but I want their fucking life. <laughs> but for the, like, 99% of people, the world's gonna knock you down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And about that 1%, they got their fairy tale because they got help. Exactly. I didn't do it on their own. Like, Kardashians got their dream come true because of help. Yeah. They got that help. But we don't. Like, we don't. Uh, we don't. We already got backup plans. We're already doing it big. Yeah, there's a lot of people that have to start from nothing. No, there's a lot of people that have come from nothing and have succeeded. And to those people, you have my full respect. 
But to the people that think they can just cruise by and make it as whatever they want to be without putting in the effort, I just have no respect for you because you're not trying for what you want. You're not showing enough respect for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I don't have I don't have any either. I'm in the same boat. I don't have any. Yeah. I do. I, mean, I do. Being completely realistic, you got one life. Live that life to its fullest, but do not waste that life. You've got to find a balance between the two. Yeah, live your life on the fucking edge. But then don't fucking spend it and waste it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You gotta do it before it gets away from you. Yeah. Like, sure, if you want to go fucking skydiving, go skydiving. But it's just, like, people never think they can just cruise through without making any effort. It's like they go skydiving, but they don't pull the parachute. Mm-hmm. And then, if you don't know what to do, you get jump into life, and then, boom, it's over. Like, like just like that. <laughs> See, a lot of people, like, they misread me. They misread me for... So, a lot of people think I'm a hypocrite right now. Because a lot of people will think that I don't put the effort in. No, I'll put the effort in. I just don't put the effort in if I don't want to. Because there's something that I have no interest in, I'm not bothered. I don't want to spend my whole life behind a desk, so I'm not going to put effort in trying to become someone that works behind a desk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And only if they had... um... Only if they had the same mindset as you. Like, you just have the perfect... Mindset for everything. Um, it'll be very successful. Thanks, but I wouldn't go say I have the perfect mindset for everything. But I mean, honest to God, there's. It just makes me sick sometimes to see how little respect people have for themselves. Like, the people that know me personally, they know how I feel when you don't respect yourself. Like, because they've seen it. They've seen how I feel about it. I will pop off. Because if you don't have respect for yourself, how do you expect anyone to respect you? Absolutely, absolutely. Y'all need no. Can, are y'all taking notes seriously? Seriously. But this is like a lot of wisdom. I'm just gonna, I'm just taking this in one at a time. This is like too much. I mean, I had I had to mature quite quick with the shit I went through. No, I mean. Uh, shit I listed off earlier, I think off the top of my head. Uh give me a moment. Uh one, two, three, four, five. I can probably know about six, seven near death experiences I've gone through as well. Mm. So I think So when I was born, uh I was still born. But as I don't know what that means, I was born dead. 
So oh, no. when I was born, I was killing people back to life. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember how old I was, but I almost choked to death on my mum's birthday when I was a baby. Although, like, I don't remember the day, I've just heard stories about it, about how my granddad apparently saved my life and shit. Which, I mean... Oh, fuck. Yeah, so that was quite deep to go through. The first one that I remember, I was six years old, and I was living with my dad. I was on my way to school, and I was hit by a car. I was a few seconds from being paralyzed to life. Oh wait, no, I missed one actually. I have a scar on my big toe. When I was a baby and I'm living at my dad's. So my dad had a uh, had a axe. And he had a party when I was sleeping in the next room where the axe is. And I don't remember, I don't know the entire story, but I know something smashed against the wall on the other side and the axe fell. And apparently I was a few seconds away from being split in half if I didn't move. And that's why I got a scar on my big toe, because I was hit. Oh damn. It's, it's not a noticeable scar. It's just like, so it's mainly my toenail. I've got a bit of it, and that's a bit slanted because of it. So it's not a noticeable scar at all, but... Oh. Interesting. Then, uh, I think I had about two or three suicide attempts. Mm. Which, I think the first one would have been in year eight, I think. Don't know what the equivalent to uh, I don't know what the American equivalent is to that. Mm. So, what do you do before your first uh the freshman before your freshman year in high school? You go like your last year of middle school for shit. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I think that would have been my last year of middle school if I was in America. Uh, I would have had so my freshman year or year 9 I think I probably attempted after the breakup and also during lockdown Which, a lot of my friends, they enjoyed lockdown quite a bit. They don't know what I went through in lockdown. They don't know the fucking state I was in. I think I let myself get to the point where I was weighing about 90 pounds. Not 90 pounds, 90 kilos. Which is incredibly overweight for someone my size. So I'm about 6 foot tall. So mm. at the time, I would have been about 5'10", 5'11". And weighing about 90, 90 kilos, which is quite overweight. Obviously, once lockdown was lifted, I started to lose some of that weight. 
but I still have got a bit of it. Like I still have got a bit of a, a pot belly from it because I've not done any muscle definition on it. I've only ever done cardio. So shit like football, bike riding, running. That's the only shit I really do. I've not really done weights. Okay. Um, then, yeah, I think that's it. Okay. Um, a lot to process. Um, a lot to process. A lot to... You know what? Um, while I'm processing, why don't you give us a little showcase for us? Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Let me load up my computer real quick. Alright, I'll just... Here. Um, I know there was a lot to uncover, so if you feel like you need to take a water break, um, go for it. Because that was a lot for me, too. Uh, so, um... We'll be right back. Um, letting us. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm just gonna take a couple minutes. Okay. Um, I'll just fill the space while this is happening. How's your day so far? Uh, pardon? Oh no, I'm filling the space. Just so we don't have any issues. Okay. So nothing is all right. Um, while he's muted, um, let me see. If you guys don't know already, make sure to check out Brad's the Phoenix concert. Um, let's see what else. Um, Any um, plans for the holiday? Um, uh, some people going skiing, some people... Um, um, let's see. Um, some people going skiing, some people going uh, to a resort. Oh god. Um what else? Um what else? Um oh um so this actually I got a book. Um a book for the holidays. Um a nice book actually. It's called God Revealed. You guys not take out the book. You should. You guys should definitely check it out. Got got revealed. Um, it's an incredible book. All right. Well, I'm back. Yes. Finally. Yes. Let's see what you got. Uh, okay. Uh, this is only gonna read a cappella because my beat is a bit. I've not got to read downloaded properly, so it's not quite coming out yet because. Yeah, so this is only going to be a cappella, so I hope that's no problem. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Okay. Um, actually, give me a second. Let me actually see if I can play my beat at home. It's okay. If the beat doesn't work, you just do acapella. Most people do acapella anyway. I beat helps you get the flow of it, though. Alright. Ooh. That's so they're hot, they're trying to keep me in front of the part of five feet, change your some dots. Yeah, when you head a lot, then she'll talk her. This is how much I've heard. Just letting her on a bitch, I'm a dad of her. I slap you out some bitch, I used to be her lover, now I just hate her. She took my heart like a bitch, I'm a killer, I'm a killer with a gun, I'm a killer when I like We're killing them suddenly, we're killing them fast. Get me a lighter, we're smoking some grass. Double G's, she got fine ass. We should have put on the green grass. In more like one, I know it's gonna dance. Ah, that's the feel with the gals I'm here to the hearts, they're trying to keep me, I'm pulling apart a flash machine, so playing some dots. Yeah, that's the that feel with the gals I'm here to the hearts, they're trying to keep me, I'm pulling apart a flash machine, so we're playing some dots. Yeah, we lay on the sofa, follow the podcast, let me just watch the stuff from the sofa. I push for my love, but now I should never have loved her. My heart sounds like in 12 months of the winter, and now I sound like I'm just bitter, but I want it to land, I'd hop in the sweater. Yeah, we switch up on Nintendo, we make magic like a death call. I'm popping up on the volcano. Thinking my psycho, one of us might don't need no pile. I am outside, but it's staying with a Cairo. No. Pen and a paper, making a mash up. Scarface, he's still got a Montana flow. They know I'm trying to get Montana though. I'm stuck in a ghetto, I'm joining my stores, being chased on my shadows. I also have a nun you know. Hey. I start filled with the guys on Ace of the Puffs, they're trying to keep me on pulling apart. I'll buy a few dreams for playing some dots. Yeah. He stuck in my head, he tries and we can't be his friends. I need five of the footage, I'm gonna crack my bones. He's showing my sense, popping up clothes, I'm losing my head. Can't see what I'm doing, I'm ending up dead. Smoking air, burn out like a cigarette. I need to calm down, but my vision on red. Alright, so. Alright, uh, yeah. Not bad, yeah, so, not bad. So, obviously, there are still some parts that I need to work on a bit. Is there is. Mm-hmm. We see those, we see those. Um, but all in all, it was not a bad take. Not bad. That's pretty good for a start. That's pretty well. Pretty good. Keep on developing that. Um, keep on developing that. In addition to your talent, thank you so much for being here uh, to share your story, to share all about you. Uh, I'm excited to see what the future looks like for you. Oh, thanks. Yeah, of course, of course. And I know time is running out on us, but is there any, anything else, anything lastly you would like to talk to, uh, to <laughs> excuse me, is there anything lastly you would like to tell your fans before we all head out? Um, never give up on your dream. If you got something that you really want to work for, never let someone say that you can't do it. If like if you got something that you really want to work for, just go for it. Like if there's a girl that you like or a guy that you like, stop wasting time. Fucking ask them out. Fucking do what you want to do. No one can tell you what to do in your life except you. Mm-hmm. Very very good, man. This this guy, you better write a book. This guy say you better write a book. 
having all this. This is like <laughs> this is like about see, as much as you should. This could be a real health book. And I never knew actually ETR actually. Um, does that is that relatable to your experiences or just a name you just picked? Uh, no, it's short story. It's my initials. Oh, of your name. Uh, so my first name is Estefan, mm-hmm. which so it's a funny story actually. It's supposed to be Esteban, but. My mum is dyslexic, along with the fact she's not a fluent Spanish speaker. No, she doesn't speak Spanish at all. But the plan was when I was born to move to Barcelona. That never came through. So she wanted to name me after my dad. But there had been six people through my dad's uh, line that had been named the same name in a row. So she wanted to change it up. And so she decided to translate it to Spanish. Got it wrong. Here I am, Esther Fan. Uh, my middle name, Choi. Uh, my dad is a very big history fan, so he named me after the city of Choi and the Battle of Choi. And then my last name, Richards. Um, um, that's pretty good. So um, your name's relatable to your real life. Okay. Um, gotcha. At least life would be a little easier with your mom being dyslexic. And dyslexic. Um, so that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I appreciate you coming by. It was so so exciting to get to meet you and to learn a lot about you. Um, it's been really helpful for me, too. Um, it's very, very good. Honestly, it's not a problem. Yay. Awesome. Y'all make sure to check out ETR down below in the link provided. Uh, he's got a lot, of new, a lot of music coming. His first single's coming out soon. So if you guys want to be part of his journey, you want to help him out? Uh, actually, quickly, mm-hmm. uh, I'm just going to plug my Instagram real quick. Uh, it's ET Real Music. Wonderful. Thanks for uh, thanks for that. Actually, that's really good. I'm, I love Instagram, so it's good to know that you're on it, too. I love it. And what if fans want to reach out to you? What if you have collab requests? Where can they go? Uh, I answer all DMs on Instagram. What about Discord? Discord, I am most... I'm normally open to uh, DMs on Discord. It's uh, Beerus slash Samar, and my tag is 3696. Very good. Thanks for sharing that with us. Y'all make sure to check them out down below. Um, I hope you guys had a great um, time listening. Have a great rest of your evening, and I will catch you all the next ones I do. And I will see y'all soon. Peace.